Hello, we Designer Duo's podcast, a podcast from the perspective of two designers, Kaya and Rach. Kaya is a junior designer at the beginning of her journey within the industry, and Rach is a senior designer and art director with nearly a decade of experience and now running her own business. Stick with us as we document our highs and lows of designer life and the learnings we capture along the way. So, I feel like today's episode is going to be maybe a little bit controversial, but it's very relevant to what's going on right now. Maybe a little bit juicy. (laughs) Juicy gossip. But as the title suggests, um, we felt like we needed a take on the whole Molly May thing that's happening right now, which is, if you haven't heard, oh, I'm sure you've seen something in the media at least, but she did a podcast with Stephen Bartlett. Um, He was basically interviewing her about her career and her as an influencer and how far she's come up till now. Um, and she said some things in it that people have, I personally think, misconstrued slightly. Um, I don't know. What do you think overall? I think it's been blown way out of proportion. Like yeah. I genuinely think that what she was saying meant she meant no harm by. Yeah. And I think it's a little bit of naivety. Like she's young. She's really young, which I think everyone's forgetting. So, for a, a little bit of context, one of the things she said that people have taken very personally is talking about money and wealth and saying how we all have the same 24 hours in the day. So, basically saying we should go out there and get it. Yeah, and obviously, as she, what, she's 22. Yeah. She's, so, let's put it into perspective, I am 20. And, mm. yeah, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And don't get me wrong, she did go out and get it. But she done it in a way which a lot of people wouldn't. Yeah. Or in a way where she didn't have... She had opportunities presented to her that a lot of other people wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's mm. a much better way to put it. But, like, me and Rach were talking about this earlier and we were saying, like, it's, it's not just that. It's so many other things which have led to that. She was... She had a more privileged upbringing. Like, she wasn't in poverty. And there were so many little minute details... She also she's a white woman, like yeah. she's a white woman, and that that itself comes with privilege. Like diversity mm. within the business industry is such a big problem. Yeah, and I think to a certain extent, she's completely naive to all of this, right? Like, part of me thinks everything's come so easy to her, so there's no need for her to think anything else. But I also think that, although I believe that it was misconstrued what she said in the media. Obviously, the media do this with every with a lot of people, but it's not just the fact that she's a successful woman. And because Stephen Bartlett put out a tweet about or a LinkedIn post about how successful women are facing this kind of adversity, and I do agree to a certain extent. But I also think it's not necessarily the fact that she's a woman; it's the fact that she doesn't hold any sense of like empathy or humbleness about herself. Yeah, so, for example, another thing me and Rachel were talking about is, like, Dr. Alex. And it's completely different with him. Like, actually, my parents are both in the medical industry. And when he went on Love Island, both of them Mm. were like, why is this this boy on Love Island? Because there's that stereotype of, well, you're really intelligent. Why would you go on that show? Yeah. And it's it's a very good point because, actually... In all honesty, why would he go on the show? But look how much he's done since then. And, like, how much he's given back, like you said earlier. And that's the thing. Like, now he's the... What's his title? Mental health... 
advisor to the government, isn't he? Yeah, so he's a mental health advisor to the government. Mm. And obviously that come with a very personal, tragic event that happened to him. But he's used his status to bring something really powerful yeah. to our society. And arguably, Pretty Little Thing, who Molly May is now creative director of... Which is another conversation point. Yes. Um, hasn't really done anything to change its non-ethical yep. like business ways. Nothing has changed ethically with Pretty Little Thing. Well, not that we're aware of. And I'm pretty sure they'd let us know <laughs> if they had. Well, for any PR representative that's, that could be listening, I doubt you are. But if you're going to drop anything like that, now is a very good time is to it, do yeah, it. Yeah, it's a very... <laughs> Very, very good time. Good marketing strategy there. Yeah. But I just do genuinely believe that some good things come out of things, but Molly May hasn't necessarily done them things. She's almost got the power, but she's not using it to the best of her advantage. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I feel, me personally, I feel like everything she does is money-driven. So, like, and it's, I think evident from that episode that we listened to it before it all kicked off in the media and we were sitting here debating what she was saying and one of the things she said was basically that money was better than friends like she has barely any friends and she just prefers working and money now do not get me wrong like I love working I think we both do but and I love money like who doesn't really like a lot of people love money you know exactly but I just think like Molly is so rich in one sense but so poor in another like without having the joy of friendship or of love or sharing it with others like I know she's got her boyfriend who is the Love Island guy right she met yep, Love Island Tommy Fury um I, like I don't know doesn't that just seem like that's not the epitome of wealth or success to me like you in my eyes okay you've made a shed loads of cash but I suppose it depends what you define as success because that that isn't my, my definition of it. In all honesty, her life is my worst nightmare. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've always said that I want to be known in my industry. I do. Like, I, I would love people to be able to say, oh, do you know Kaya? Have you seen Kaya's work? Yeah. But I wouldn't want to be known like she is. But that's the difference, right? Because you want to be known for what you do, not what you look like. Yeah, and that's the thing with her. Like, she's known for what she looks like. She used her. And I'm not I'm not saying this is a bad thing. She was very intelligent in terms of the business yeah. route she went down. She was so, mm. so intelligent. Because you've got to give it to her. She's done very well out of herself. Well, she's monetized what she does have. Which yeah. is, she's pretty. And people love that shit. So, they've bought into it. Yeah, and... Um, she just, I don't know really, like when she was talking on the podcast, me and Rachel would very, it happens with podcasts and us, we pause the podcast and we talk about it a lot. We probably it, talk more about it than we do actually listening listen to, to it. Listen to it, like a podcast probably takes us around six hours to get through <laughs> yeah. because we pause it and we just have a really, really long conversation. Yeah, I think we originally listened to it because I have major beef at the moment with brands that are kind of collecting celebrities and branding them as creative directors so the people that are listening to this are most likely designers or creatives of some sort and I'm sure we can all appreciate how frustrating that is to see and hear that a a really known brand well-known brand such as Pretty Little Thing 
is deeming a 22-year-old a creative director when she has, at, well, I mean, yes, experience of running an Instagram channel, but absolutely no experience of probably the creative process. Like, she might have sat there in meetings and held some sort of well, like she opinion. said in the podcast, didn't she? She said in the podcast, I've sat in meetings, yeah. not really knowing what's going on. Exactly. And the thing is, with a job like that, you have to have a wealth of knowledge. Well, that's the term, director. Like, you direct people, like, yeah, you direct like teams. You, there's been a video on, like, Instagram that surfaced of, like, her being in the warehouse and not really understanding what's going on. Yeah. And also another video of her being shocked at 12-hour shifts. I mean cut me a break like i'm sorry it's not uncommon it's not yeah. i was doing 10 hour shifts as a waitress when i was yeah. 16 i think about the people in the nhs so like kaya's mum and dad both work in the nhs and so does my mum actually all of whom were in the hospital in the thick of it during covid19 working horrendous shifts and hours horrendous conditions like literally couldn't even go to the toilet because they had so much like P- PPE on. And you think, and Molly May wonders why she gets criticised for prancing around in like a Gucci kind of jacket on a 600k salary as a creative director and God knows what other money she's like raking in. And then there's videos of her like that. Like, I am an advocate, obviously, for the Be Kind movement, but I also think there's an element of her that could listen to that as well and think about her messaging and what she's saying to people in the public and how it's how she's presenting herself. I think it's definitely it's definitely naivety. Like it's yeah. very easy to be like, we all have twenty four hours in a day. Yeah. And we do. Yeah. There are people who have kids who live in poverty who are still grinding. Yeah. That are trying to make the best life possible. And And some doing of them those twelve hour shifts in that twenty four day. Some some of them will succeed. Some of them will have side hustles that will take off. Some of them will have side hustles that crash and burn. And they build themselves back up. But not everybody is the same. Some people crash and burn and they they can't relight themselves. There's so many different aspects of a person. Mental health is such a massive thing that saying on an interview, the 24 hours in a day... We all have the same, like we all have the same twenty four hours in a day as Beyonce, we do, mm. but we live a very different life to Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Queen B is not grafting in freaking A and E or designing on her no. computer. No, and like... you know what? There's different terms for success. Like mm. without nurses, and don't get me wrong, they don't get paid much, and they should get paid a lot more. But without nurses, what are we doing? Without doctors, what are we doing? Exactly. A doctor could most likely go into business school if he wanted to. He mm. might be able to become a creative director if he wanted to, but he become a doctor. And that creative director, when they're in agony, is going to go to that doctor. Yeah, exactly. And that's the, that's the rich thing about this, is you can have so much money, but you don't have the the knowledge like the wealth of um that kind of empathy or yeah the joy. Like you just you just need to like molly may when we were listening to the podcast we we paused it so much in terms of just saying she's gonna burn out oh yeah that's another thing like there is not never or there's not ever enough for her 
No, and like mm. we were we were generally sitting here and we were like, oh my god, she's gonna break. This is scary. Mm. It was actually worrying. Like I actually sat there and thought, this girl is two years older than me. Yeah. And all she simply cares about, all she like measures her success on is money. Yeah. That's it. She's like money this, money that, money this. Mm. And she's like, oh like. I want. I told my manager I wanted a million in the bank, and I got that million. And then I, and then I wanted two million. Yeah. And even she said she acknowledged that her manager said like Molly, you need to chill out, chill. So we actually shared a quote with each other today, didn't we? Where yeah. it was about it's not the end goal that you should fall in love with; it's the process. And with her, I think it's that every sums it end. Up. Yeah, it's every end goal. Yeah. Whereas, like for us. We're really enjoying the process of our own design and designer mm. duos. Like, yeah, it's starting from nothing. And we don't know what it's going to end up like being like. We can dream what it's going to be like. But to be honest, I don't... I try to to stop myself envisioning it in a year. Yeah. Because I sit there and think, if it gets to that point, I'll be happy. But I want a lot more. Mm. If it doesn't get to that point... I'll be sad and thinking, what is going on? Why hasn't it got there? Yeah. When actually, like, it's the ride, right? It's the ride that matters. Yeah. Like, what we do day in, day out, um, is where the joy is. Yeah, and I just... I think um, it's a dangerous mindset to have of money is everything. Because 100% it's not. It helps. Yeah. But I think you get to... I strongly believe you get to a certain point with money where it becomes... Of no value. Yeah. Because there's too much. Yeah. There's too much money that you you don't know what to do with it. Yeah, definitely. Like, the way she was going out and buying these bracelets and stuff and putting them all over her Instagram. And it was really, really sad that her her um, apartment got broken into. Mm. But I'm not surprised because there's so many bitter people. Yeah, I know. Uh, well... Also, there's people that are in need or people that are desperate, right? Yeah. And, like, there's nothing more stressful than knowing, not knowing how you're going to put food on the table that month. And it is one of those things that, like, you don't know what that might make someone, like, do. And I'm not justifying it in any way. Like, that was horrendous what happened to her. But, again, it comes back to her, like you said, flaunting it on Instagram and... It's just rubbing it in people's faces. But if... also it comes back to naivety. Yeah, it yeah. All, and her age. It all comes back to the exposure she's had to the world. Yeah. She hasn't had a type of exposure that other people have had. Mm. She's always had a bit of a sheltered life and she's been lucky. And like she's a white woman who comes from a middle class family. Yeah. Who never really struggled. They weren't rich, but they weren't poor either. Yeah. But she wanted more. And I salute her for being like, I want more, I'm going to get it. I think, like, business, a lot of us are like that. Yeah. Because, Mm. like, I salute her for doing that because she got it. She did get it. But now it almost seems like she doesn't value it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's, it's the value, right? Yeah. And it's a dangerous game to play. Mm. I know. To be honest, you know in like um, the Christmas Carol, yeah, <laughs> where you take like Scrooge and then he take they, um, what is it like the ghost takes him on a journey, doesn't he, and shows him yeah like different aspects of life that make him realise. 
I feel like Molly May needs an epiphany or like some kind of intervention a bit like that just to like reflect on her journey and what she's been saying and what she's been doing so far and I wonder if she'd think any differently about it or maybe in 10 years time she'll look back and reflect and think do you know what that probably wasn't the smartest thing to say yeah and maybe I meant this instead and I'm sure she will yeah this is the thing I'm I'm 100% sure she will look back on it and like she put a statement out on Instagram saying I didn't mean it in that way and Honestly, when she said it, I knew she didn't mean it in that yeah, way because it, me too. It, it was just like, that's probably come across in a really, really bad way and that's going to be taken. I think we even said it, didn't we, when we listened to it? We yeah. said, like, this is... But that wasn't actually the thing that upset us. It was no. the creative director role. <laughs> we were too busy being pissed off about that. But to be honest, like, because as much as we're saying all this, I don't agree with, like, the amount of hatred she's got. I don't agree with anybody getting no, trolled on that level. On, on, also, online. like, we're not saying negative things about her in terms of her personality no it's just she just needs a better positioning she just needs a bit more media training maybe again like as she gets older hopefully that will come or exposure like there's so many things that she could do to help and i really really hope that she learns that from this like she's got so much money and like pretty little thing earns so much money and she's the creative director now like she can start to pay people more money and make yeah. sure that the people in her company are actually okay for money and I don't know start donating money towards charities yeah definitely. because I know that if that was me I would start doing that because mm. the people who are at the top of that company are rich already yeah and I know they want to get richer but if you have values yeah then the money will follow and I'm not saying that you should do it for the money i'm saying you should do it just in general mm. but a lot of people don't realize that when you do the right thing normally money follows yeah definitely giving back right yeah it's, it's forming your identity and I, maybe that's part of it like she hasn't really had a chance to do that like well her identity at the moment is love island that's what i remember her from yeah me too and I'm sure a lot of people will agree. They remember her from Love Island. And she's recently said that she doesn't comment on Love Island because she tries to take herself away from that stereotype. But she still made a lot of her success from Love Island. I think she's got a lot to be thankful for from Love Island. 100%. And I think that... I know maybe she might be a little bit embarrassed of doing it or something. Maybe, Mm. Maybe she doesn't want that stereotype because of other people that have that stereotype are so different to her which I don't doubt there are some people in Love Island that haven't done anything with themselves and there are some that have done loads well I suppose not anything but that just aren't in the limelight anymore right no they're not and mm. and that's how some people wanted it yeah some people have come out of the limelight because actually that wasn't for them I know and it's really fucking hard right as Molly is probably experiencing right now with something she says on a podcast that has been completely misconstrued. Um, like you said, I mean, it's not a life you want. No, it would never be. Like, I've never dreamt of being famous or mm. being... I, I want to be known for my work and for me in general. Like that, We listen to Stephen Bartlett's podcast often because of his guests, which we find really interesting in terms of the guests he, have, he has on. He has some really good guests, doesn't he? Yeah. I don't... I mean, this isn't a completely bashful podcast, but I'm not 
a massive Stephen Bartlett fan. I mean, maybe someone else can change my mind, but his guests, he is very good at like interviewing them and getting the questions yeah. that we want to hear from really good people. And if you don't know it already, it's called a diary of a CEO. So they generally tend to be people that have um, uh, run businesses or been CEOs, etc. So it is really insightful to listen to. Like we listened to one on the Stalin um, bank CEO, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, Monzo as well. And Monzo, which is it, interesting. It was. It, it is actually a really, really interesting podcast. Him himself, we're, we're not entirely sold. <laughs> yeah. But what he does on the podcast is... A, he is pretty good well yeah he knows his stuff in terms of like what people want to hear and see yeah and I've got to admit like I do enjoy listening to the people he has on as guests yeah definitely because otherwise you wouldn't hear from them people yeah and especially the um like CEO of companies and the founders of big companies like Um, I can't remember her name but um not on the high street yeah, and how it all started, where it began, yeah. how they grew, their journey. That is the most... See, again, that leads back to that enjoying us. the process. Yeah. Like, and it leads back to us as well. Like, yeah. we're going to look back on this, hopefully, one day and be like, wow, like... Look where we started in the dining yeah. room with two of us. Mm. So, it's like other things. Like, we were completely sold on Boss Babes at one point, and I've had to unsubscribe from all their... <laughs> emails because all I kept getting was constant emails every day I did say you would be deep in that marketing newsletter oh I couldn't I must have I must have got about 10 a day and sometimes like if my my phone was on loud or something so I had an alarm going off in the morning I'd get a an email from them at like two in the morning and I'd be like please please leave me alone But also really good with like um, business like tips and tricks or yeah just personal growth. But I don't I don't recommend their marketing list or their email list. Not a fan over here, guys. Not a fan. I do actually really like them in terms of people. Yeah, people. Mm. Um, just the marketing. And again, like businesswoman, like people that you can look up to and actually realise that you can get there. Yeah. And not that you need to be told that because you shouldn't. You should just believe in yourself from the get-go. But if you do need stories to look for, honestly, there's so many. There's so many successful women out there. And I know Molly May at the moment is being completely bashed. Mm. And I don't think she necessarily should be. I think she should be educated. That's a really good way to end this podcast, I think. Let's start with education. All leads back to that. Yeah. Mm. Let us know what you think. Yeah. We'll post on Instagram and open up the discussion in a a really nice way. Let's all be kind. Yeah. No, being horrible will block you if you're horrible. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need any negative Nancys. No. I call them negative Nellies. No negative Nellies. No, not negative. Negative Nancys. Okay. Where did Nelly come from? I don't know, I always say negative Nelly. Mm. But we've got to be positive polys. <laughs> what about positive, positive polos? <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe. I think Polly goes well. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. I think we've hit our time for today, but watch out for our next episode to hear all things design. And if you haven't already, hit subscribe, and we would love for you to leave us a five star review. 
You can find us on all podcast platforms, including Apple and Spotify, and make sure to follow us over on Instagram at signaduo.studio. Speak soon. Bye.